5. Remain standing with me as we read the Word of God. James chapter 1, verse 5. When you have it, say, mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole, whole lot of humming right there. New Testament, towards the back. Getting it now. There we go. Getting a few more, a few more. It's the Bay Area, so if you want to give a little hi, you can do that too. James chapter 1, verse 5. If you got it, say, mm-hmm. There we go. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask who? Ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. It will be given to him. But he must ask in what? Faith, without doubting. Because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let's pray. Father, be with us these next few moments. Remove me. Place your Holy Spirit behind this pulpit. Let he that has an ear, let him hear. Father, let faith arise and let our enemies be scattered. Lord, you deserve the glory for this message and also for the application of it as well. Lord, have your way in Jesus' name. We all said, come on, we all said, you may be seated here this afternoon. Wisdom. It's not going to be a very long message because wisdom is telling me that the AC units aren't working that well. And so some of you are showing me through your fanning. You're not exactly fanning the flame as it is. You're fanning your makeup. You're fanning the sweat. Well, I get it. I understand that. But also at the same time that you're fighting that, some of you are fighting some stronger spiritual battles that you need to tell your flesh that your spirit is going to win. So I say that with also the understanding and knowledge of knowing that you must understand and I must understand that coming to church for two hours is not going to take away the 22 hours that the world is trying to beat you down with. So at the same time, I want to be quick. At the same time, I also want to make sure that you get this, that you understand this. And it's very, very important. Prayerfully, what you got and you learned from yesterday, you're going to help apply to today. There's a story I read, there was a man, he was pulled over by a policeman, and he was asked if he knew how fast he was going. He said, oh, I'm sorry, officer, I had my cruise control on, and I just forgot the speed limit had changed. His wife looked at him and said, Harry, I told you two miles ago that you were speeding. Harry looked at his wife and gave her a dirty look as the officer pulled out his ticket book. Uh, By the way, sir, did you know that your left rear signal was broken? The policeman asked. And Harry replied, oh, wow, it must have just happened in the mall parking lot where we just left. His wife again interrupted and said, Harry, how can you sit there and lie to this nice policeman? I told you to fix that light three weeks ago. Harry looks at his wife, another one with a killer look as the officer starts writing. The policeman then adds, I'm going to have to cite you for not wearing your seatbelt also. 
Harry says, oh, I just unbuckled as you came up to the car so I can get my driver's license if you needed it. His wife chimes in and says, Harry, you know good and well, I tell you all the time that you better buckle up because you never wear your seatbelt. Having taken all that Harry can stand, he turns to his wife and says with great exasperation, woman, would you keep your big mouth shut? Now the officer looks at, looks at and he addresses the, the wife and asks, does he verbally abuse you like this very often, ma'am? She says, oh no, only when he's had one too many to drink. Got him. Abraham Lincoln said, I don't think much of a man who is not wiser today than he was yesterday. What you and I must understand is that many of the obstacles and many of the challenges that you have been through have not been to beat you down, have not been to take you out, but they have been to make you wiser today than you were before that challenge. And if you don't understand that, you're always going to look in your rearview mirror and be saddened by the things that happen in your life. Just a little while ago, you heard a testimony of my wife who even uh, went through many things within her life where she was called names and said things. But it wasn't until she found her identity in Christ that she understood everything that I went through was for God's honor and for God's glory. Everything that I've been, everything that tried to beat me down, everything that tried to mess me up was for God's honor and for God's glory. And for that, I am wiser today. There's a story in the book of the Bible of a man by the name of Joseph. And the Bible says that he was sold into slavery by his own family. His own family disowned him. His own family discouraged him. His own family wanted nothing to do with him. But then 20 years later, when you read the story of Joseph, 20 years later, he had an encounter with the very men that sold him in slavery. 20 years later. And the Bible says, without going to a long uh, story of it, but within the context, the Bible says that his brothers didn't recognize him. Did you know that when you go through a few things, people aren't going to recognize you later on? You ever had that happen to you? They walk up to you, hey, I, I didn't recognize you. Why? Because now there's something about you that God has put you through that people don't recognize the old you. Oh, some of you guys are going to catch this in a little bit. See, everything that you've been through, everything that the enemy tried to beat you down with, all of a sudden, people are seeing you differently. There's something different about you now. I can't put my finger on it. I can't exactly put it what it is, but there's something different about you. And Joseph, the Bible says, listen, everything that you thought you did to harm me, but God changed it all around. But God, see, when you understand that everything that you went through wasn't by accident, but all of a sudden you say, you know what? It was God. God had me this whole time. And now I am the wiser. Now I understand. Somebody say, now I understand. See, wisdom is something every Christian servant should ask for. This is the focus of, of this message that I want to give to you here today. See, James, even in this first chapter, he describes himself as a bondservant of God. And with Jesus Christ, you're going to go through many trials. Somebody say many trials. 
Now we as servants need to be ready for these trials, to pass these tests that we receive in our life. Now what I really love about the word many, the word many basically means it like this. When you come into test, this might help you paint a picture. Many means multicolored. Multicolored. In other words, you're not just going to get yellow thrown at you. You're also going to get a little bit of purple thrown at you. You're not just going to get a little bit of purple thrown at you, but even a little bit of red. And then there's even going to be a little bit of colors in there. I've never seen this color before in my life, but yet it's still happening. But when you understand that the trials and the colors that are coming at your life, then what happens is you understand Jesus paid it all. I'm always going to be washed white as snow. That no matter what comes your way or tries to stick to you, it can't because Jesus paid the price. Oh, come on. Give the Lord a hand of praise for that right there. There's a lot of trials and a lot of assaults even on Christianity. Even recently, I read a few stories that there have been assaults on Christianity, that there was a, a, a cross that had to be covered in the desert because it was on federal property. There was a woman teacher, she was ordered to cover up her cross necklace when she was teaching a Muslim curriculum here in California. The Ten Commandments have been removed in uh, Brown County, Ohio. There's going to be a lot of trials that come our way, even within Christianity. But my friend, you and I must understand, we have been overcomers of this world. Can I hear an amen? There's going to be personal trials. There's going to be sickness. There's going to be deaths that do happen. There's going to be stress that happens. But you must understand that Jesus Christ has already gone to the cross for each and every one of those things. And when you understand this, you have the knowledge of it. But all of a sudden, you can apply that and say, hey, I'm not going to let this sickness take me out. I have been healed. you got to proclaim your healing even right now by faith. Somebody say, by faith. Somebody say, by faith. See, this is why James says, even though you go through it all, count it joy. That's the best part of that, that verse right there. You go through multicolored situations. You go through so many different, so many different trials. But hey, the trials are not going to leave you, so just guess what? Count it all joy. Right, Ricky? Count it all joy. Didn't see getting your kids, but all of a sudden, hey, count it all joy. Now you got your kids, right? Full custody of his boys. Full custody. But it doesn't feel good when you got no custody, right? It doesn't feel good. It feels painful. It feels hurtful. Nobody understands what I'm going through. Nobody understands the, the colors that I'm feeling. But that's why he says, hey, even though you're going through it, count it all joy. Because one day, at the end of it all, you're going to see the glory of God. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Now, what I've learned is that some people deal with tests better than others. Some people deal with things better than others. A lot more of us, we need more help than others. Can I hear an amen? Now, for those of us that need more help than others, that's why the Bible says, ask for wisdom. Ask and you can get it. Now, wisdom is knowledge applied. Wisdom is knowledge applied. Knowledge is the what, whereas wisdom is the how. It shows us how to get through these multicolored trials within our life. Someone described wisdom as the competent action 
to master the various problems of life. Competent action to master the various problems of life. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. See, my friend, wisdom helps us get through life. And if you are looking for a foundation, your foundation needs to be with the fear of the Lord. This is very important. Somebody say, fear of the Lord. One more time. Say, fear of the Lord. Now, that's the beginning. The servant of God relies on God's wisdom to get through life. This is the best way I can describe it. And I'm going to just give it to you real quickly. Is that God is the doctor of wisdom. God is the doctor of wisdom. He has all the expertise. And he has a great prescription for you and I. Now, in order for us to obtain this wisdom, I'm going to give you these three really quick and then we're done. When it comes to God being the doctor of wisdom, number one is that you got to schedule an appointment with a doctor. I'm going to let that settle in right there. Schedule an appointment with a doctor. Let me ask you this. How many of you love scheduling an appointment with a doctor? Raise your hand. You love it. God bless all three of you. Just even the words when somebody's, somebody comes to you, right, and they go, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Right? You're like, wow, I'm just not feeling that well. Some of the very first advice, what do they tell you? Oh, you should go to the doctor. And right away, I bind that. I don't need the doctor. And so that's exactly how many people treat the doctor or Dr. God when it comes to wisdom. We think we can handle it on our own. Oh, no, no, no. I know I'm going through this spiritual trial and I don't know what to do. But it's okay. I can Google it. Look at There's some situations Google will not help you with. Write that one down on your, on your Twitter, on your hashtag. There are just some things Google they're not going to help you with. You must ask Dr. God. And the Bible says this. You must ask and you must ask now. Somebody say now. See, the thing about asking now is that when you get the diagnosis, it seems that you can't handle the trial. But this is the great thing about the doctor. He's going to give you a prescription. Somebody say prescription. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, it says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, find. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. You first must ask. See, some of you right now, you are trying to go through your situation through your own, your own. That's why the Bible says, lean not on your understanding. Don't lean on your own. There's a story I heard many years ago. And I'm not sure how true it is, but it has to do with uh, the man who started the Ford Company, right? And one day, they were, you know, having their, uh, uh, the, the, the line was going. And all of a sudden, the, the line, the production line stopped. And Ford didn't know what to do. So he called in all his experts. 
As he called in all his experts, they said, Matt, what do we do? And hours went by. When hours go by, millions of dollars are lost. He says, man, what do I do? What do I do? So finally, one of his experts came to uh, the president and said, hey, I know a guy. He can come and he can fix this. So he said, call him and call him now. They called the guy. He came in. And they asked, hey, what's the problem? I said, well, our line has stopped. The machines, we don't know what to do. He says, okay, I'll go check it out. He went to the line, looked at the machine, fixed the problem, came out, in 10 minutes came back to Ford, and he says, okay, it's done. Your line is ready to go. And Ford said, what did you do? He says, oh, you just had a little problem right here. And I had to remove something so that the line can keep going. And Ford said, well, I could have did that. He said, well, yeah, but you didn't. See, you don't pay me for my knowledge. You pay me for my experience. I know what to do. What your other guys couldn't do, I knew exactly how to do it. See, there's a lot of people around here, they have some knowledge. Oh, yeah, yeah, they have that book smart. You know what I'm talking about? Their books, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. But you ever ever talk to those people? They have a whole lot of, oh, yeah, I know, I know. But they never do anything. They never do anything. Like, wait, how, how do you know all this stuff, but you apply nothing to your life? See, this is where you got to say, look, I, I know you're my friend. I, I know we're close. I know, but I got to stop asking you these questions because every time I talk to you, you give me no wisdom whatsoever. All you do is give me out of a book. I don't need out of just any book. I need the good book. I need to ask the good doctor. I need the great physician. I need some wisdom from him today. Look at, I don't know what many of you are going through right now, but some of you, you need to ask the good doctor. And he's going to give you the good prescription. You may not like it, but it's going to be what you need. Now, this is the great thing about it. It's going to be a whole lot quicker than wasting all that time trying to go at it yourself. Some of you, you've been trying to waste all that time going at it yourself. You're trying to fix your own finances yourself. You're trying to fix your marriage yourself. You're trying to fix your parenting yourself. You're trying to fix it all yourself. And God's saying, hey, 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 why don't you just ask me? Just ask. I can help you. No, 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 I I got this on my own. Listen, I don't know about you, but a lot of the things that I've been through, I don't want to ask my experience. My experience done messed me up. I need to ask God for some wisdom. Can I hear an amen? See, God has the tools for us to be better servants, even for him. And the Bible says to also ask in faith. Somebody say, by faith. So that means when you ask him, don't ask God and say, okay, God, what do you think? And then he gives you a prescription. I don't know if that's going to work. I'm not sure. I I don't really know if that was. Are you sure about that, God? And that's why the Bible says, well, if you're going to be someone like that, you're double-minded. The waves can take you this way or the waves can take you that way. You have no idea. I can't tell you how many times, how many people I've spoken with even recently. And we've been talking a lot about this political climate, right? We talk about this political climate. And there's all oh, Democrats and Republicans. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, the Democrats and Republicans, they ain't never going to fix this country. You may think, oh, it's somebody. It's got to be the red. It's got to be the blue. I'm gonna tell you, that's a whole lot of colors coming at you that you can't handle right now. The only one that can ever, ever fix anything within the country called you is Jesus Christ. 
That's it. If you are ever looking for the for the government to fix your situation, you're going to keep going around in circles again and again and again and again. It isn't until you say, okay, God, I'm coming to you by faith. And if this is what you say, if this is what your word says, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to live by faith. I'm going to give by faith. I'm going to be here by faith because I know that your word is true. Can I hear an amen? See, the Bible says, and the second thing that you and I should understand is that you should get to know the doctor. The Bible says he should ask God. God is the source of our wisdom. You ever seen that TV show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? You ever seen that before? They give you these things called lifelines. One of the lifelines they give you is to phone a friend. Now, usually the phone a friend is a person that when the person that's sitting there, they don't know the answer. That's usually where I don't know the answer. They say, hey, well. Who do you want to call? I want to call my mom. I want to call my dad. I want to call my brother. And usually when they call that person, they ask them the question. The majority of the time, they have the answer. They got it. Like, oh, okay. I had to go outside. I had to phone a friend. And usually when you phone the friend, they're always right. This is what you have to understand. When you phone God, he's always right. He's always right. No matter what situation you go through, he's always right. It may not be what you want to hear, but he's always right. You ever have that happen in your life? may not be what you always want to hear, but they're always right. Like, oh, I didn't want to hear that. You ever ask somebody a question and they gave you the answer that is no is right, but all of a sudden you go, I didn't want to hear that. Go ask somebody else. But that's the right thing to do. It's the right. Look, here's some good advice. How you take it and how you apply it, it's up to you. You should come to church every Sunday. It helps. Do I have to? Look, I'm just giving you good advice. If you apply it, that's up to you. See, because sometimes you're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to be tired. And your flesh is going to say, don't go to church today. There's no need Plus, by the way, they ain't going to miss you. I mean, they, they, they don't love you. They don't care for you anyway. Who, who is you? They don't even know your name. You ain't got to go. And all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, that's right. I love you, pillow. Me and you, we're the bestest of friends. <sighs> Nobody talks to me like you. And you got to be careful with that because that's the feeling that can overtake you. But wisdom says, hey, get up, get dressed, take a shower, brush your teeth, grab your Bible, put on your shoes, and get to church because you need to be in an atmosphere that's going to help you with the situation that you're going through. Because then that's what happens, and I hear people say it all the time, man, nobody understands, nobody, well, the reason why we don't understand, because you're not around the climate to get understanding, you're leaning on your own. If you want to get some understanding and you want others to help you with it, then get in a climate of understanding. Get to know the good doctor. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? See, the Bible says that God is generous. In other words, he doesn't want to deprive anybody of wisdom. He wants to give it to everyone. He doesn't play favorites. He doesn't play favorites. He gives it to everyone. Can I hear an amen? The last thing, and I'll close with this one, is that 
first you must understand you got to schedule an appointment. That's one of your schedules is being here. Number two is getting to know the doctor with the appointment that you made. That's reading his word. But also the third thing and the last thing is you got to trust the doctor. Trust the doctor. The Bible says that the recipients of wisdom must be faithful. Therefore, if you're going to be faithful, you must trust him. The Bible says that doubters do not receive wisdom. Doubters do not receive wisdom. They are double-minded. I don't know how many of you have ever seen a squirrel in action before. You ever seen a squirrel in action? Squirrels are fast, man. Squirrels are fast. I was watching a movie with my kids uh, one day, and uh, it was a good movie. I kind of... Kind of liked it. It was called Over the Hedge. I don't know if any parents have seen it before. Uh, some of you, uh, some of you are like, well, I'm not a parent. I saw it. I liked it. You know, amen. You're preparing yourself. Amen. You're preparing yourself. So we were watching this movie. I really liked it. It's called Over the Hedge and all these different animals and they're talking. They're going back and forth. And all of a sudden they come aqu- across a squirrel. And the squirrel is fast in this movie. It's fast. And the bear's like, hey, I wonder if there's any soda over there. And the squirrel goes, I'll check. He goes, he goes right back, boom, and comes right back fast. Wow, it's quick. Later on in the movie, the squirrel drinks some soda. and they t- Because the whole movie, they've been telling, don't drink soda, don't drink soda, don't drink soda. And all of a sudden, he's like, what's the big deal? And he drinks soda, boom. And all of a sudden, the squirrel is just like, wow, look at this. And everything is in slow motion. And he trips an alarm, and the alarm is a laser. And you see, as the, as the movie goes, he's walking along. He's, he's going as fast as the laser. And he's looking at the laser like, oh. And everybody's in slow-mo. But in real life, the squirrel's going, wah, 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 wah. fast, I mean fast. Wah, wah. The Bible says that a person who doesn't believe by faith has no idea and no direction which to go like a squirrel. Well, maybe I should try this. Maybe I should try that. Maybe I should go over here. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should date him. Maybe I should date her. Maybe I should go over here. Maybe I should try this. Maybe I should. And they're like, oh my gosh, just chill. And a person who doesn't have faith is like a squirrel in action. I said, which direction do I go? How, how do I go? Here, you ever seen the squirrels uh, uh, on there? Like, okay, go this way. Go up the tree. Go down the tree. Go this way. Go that way. Get away from him. Go over here. Like, what? You need to just trust what the doctor gave you. Just trust it. Trust him. It's, listen, it's okay to be still in the midst of a storm. No, but pastor, you don't understand. I got to I gotta just let it out. I had to tell her off. If I didn't tell her off, then who else was going to tell her off? God put me on this earth to tell her off. Actually, I don't read that in the doctor's prescription. It's never been read in the Bible. Well, I haven't read it yet where the Bible says, if somebody does wrong to you, make sure to wrong them back. I have, that's not in the prescription. See, you got to trust the doctor's prescription. 
Because if you, if we really think about it, every single one of us can come behind this microphone and tell a horrible, horrible story or a tragic story that every single one of us has been through that probably nobody else has been through. Every single one of us. Man, I've had this happen to me. When I was a kid, this took place. Or, you know, I, I went through this tragedy. I lost this person. And every single one of us can have a horrible situation that I believe every single person in this place could go, man, yeah, I, I understand. I understand. However, how you deal with that is different. It's different. This is where you and I must understand. Listen, we are to grieve. When we lose somebody, we are to grieve. But do not grieve as though you do not have hope, the Bible says. We grieve with hope. And knowing that one day we're going to see our mom, our dad, our brother, our sister again face to face. Can I hear an amen? Come on, can I hear an amen? See, this is why many times you'll have a lot of people, they'll still like, man, I'm still feeling this. I, I feel this way. And it's okay to feel that way, but you have to understand something. Don't feel that way and let that feeling take you all the way down. Don't let it keep you down. See, because that's the enemy's prescription. Get you down, keep you down, and stay down. But God's saying, listen to me. I have made you an overcomer. Though the enemy may try to come against you, you have been made an overcomer. You are a victor and not a victim. You have the power living inside of you that no situation can ever take you out. Trust my prescription. No matter what you're going through, God's got you. That's why I told you at the beginning of church, tell your neighbor, right? I told him, tell your neighbor, it's not over. It's the same thing. It's not over. As long as you're breathing... There's hope. As long as you're breathing, there's hope. I know there's a lot of people in the situation, even right now, you're like, but pastor, you don't know. And listen, I, I, I understand that there's a certain length, there's a certain part of understanding that I could have, that you can have. But this is where our understanding, your understanding, my understanding, where it stops, God's wisdom and God's grace and mercy keeps going. And when you understand that, that's where you just say, okay, God, I'll leave it in your hands. I leave it in your hands. It's not mine to carry anyway. Matter of fact, here, God, I'm going to cast all my cares upon you. I'm going to cast all my worries. Some of you right now, you have been in a situation where every single day, all you do is you wake up with worry. You wake up with this anxiety. You wake up saying, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? And it's weighing you down. And God is saying, all I want you to do is just ask. Just ask me. And I will give you the wisdom that you need. Whatever situation you may be going through, I'm here to tell you this morning, my friend, ask God. He is the great provider. He is the great doctor. He's the great physician. That no matter your situation, no matter your, maybe it's a physical thing. You say, but pastor, I've been going through this all the time. Listen, I want you to know something. God, he's the great healer. No matter what your situation, you may have arthritis, God can heal you. You may have leukemia, God can heal you. You may have cancer, God can heal you. You may just wake up and say, well, I ain't got none of those. I just get migraines. God can touch you. God can be right there in your situation. I haven't seen my children in a long time. God can reconcile you. Whatever situation that you're going through, God can give you the wisdom and you can then apply that wisdom. No matter your situation, God is there. Bow your heads with me here this morning. Ask and it will be given. Seek 
and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. Here this morning, my prayer in this simple message is the understanding that many of us, we might be in some situations that we need to ask the Lord. Stop asking your friends. They're giving you the same advice over and over and over. And it's not doing you any good. And you keep wondering why. Why am I going in circles with this thing? Why am I going in circles in this situation? How come it seems like it's not changing? Or maybe some of you are in a situation and go, well, maybe my mom needs to change. Then everything will be good. Maybe my father needs to change. Maybe my husband needs to My wife needs to change. And then everything will be good. Well, God's saying, I didn't ask you to ask them. I'm telling you to ask me. Some of you need to ask God. You have to ask God. You need to say, okay, God, I'm going through this situation that you already know about, but let's talk about it. And let's deal with some things. I'm just going through some situations in my life that I need some wisdom. I need some wisdom. Not just knowledge, but I need some wisdom. With every head bowed and every eye closed, and you're here this morning, and you're being honest. You say, you know what, I'm just in a situation right now, Pastor, that I need some wisdom. My boss, boom, I need wisdom. My job, going through, I need wisdom. My son, my daughter, I need some wisdom. My finances, I need some wisdom. I don't know your exact situation. I don't know the exact situation of color that you're going through. But I do know that the various colors and the various trials that you're going through, when you get God's wisdom, you're going to see it differently. You're going to see your situation differently. With every head bowed and every eye closed, and you're here this morning, and you're saying, you know what, God, I need some of that here today. If that's you here this morning, as they prepare to sing a song, as they prepare to sing a worship song, and you're here this morning, and you say, you know what, right now is my time. I need to get this time. I need some wisdom for this situation. That maybe people know or maybe people don't know, but it doesn't matter because I need some wisdom right here, right now. If that's you, I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to come to this altar and I want to pray with you here this morning. I don't know your situation. I don't know what exactly you're going through, but you're saying, you know what? I don't want my feelings to get the best of me. I need God's prescription right here, right now. And I need God's, God's word, God's ways, God's will in my life.